Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, Justin Hogg here from RightSource, talking not-for-profit, governance, and all things in that nature. In nature. One of the areas I was looking at recently, and it's an interesting area of governance, and one that I think there's a lot of potential in the not-for-profit space, is looking at how the board is facilitated in meetings and, and what options you might have in that. Now, as a chair of a board, um, it's often seen as almost the core requirement of a chair is that you need to be the facilitator of the board meetings. From experience, board meetings are quite a challenging thing to to run because you have directors around the table, generally speaking, are high quality individuals with a very strong skill set, definitely with the point of view that they're bringing a responsibility to make sure that individually they're upholding their requirements in terms of director's duties but also trying to bring that diverse mix of views to a consensus to an extent. I mean, there doesn't have to be full agreement, but as a board, reach a decision on a lot of topics in terms of strategy, operational issues, issues that, that arise. To be able to facilitate that process can be quite daunting. And then even in the midst of running those board meetings, you can see that quite often those conversations, because they can get quite passionate um, and quite uh, interesting, that they can often get their mind of their own and, and lead in directions that you might not necessarily add value to the conversation or just that they can just go out of control. And that's where a good facilitator of a board, and that's the chair as a chair, their role, facilitating that board to make them help them stay on point to get the best outcome of it, make sure you know everyone's contributing, that you're getting to that decision. That's complicated. That's hard. Now one of the aspects of chairs, and we've spoken about this previously, is that a chair is a good leader and really brings, there's a lot of aspects to a chair's role. And sometimes you have the potential that good leaders or, or people who would be a great chair in terms of that overall leadership of the organization don't step forward or can't step forward into that role because they don't feel they have the skill set to run that meeting. And it's seen as, well, if you can't run the meeting, you can't be the chair. I mean, it might not just be a confidence thing. It might be that they have lived trauma or they might have a disability or it's just that they don't have the experience to step into a board at potentially the level that they needed. So those things, it's a shame that you would miss out on a great leader just because of that. And I think this is where board facilitation could be looked at as an option for boards where you have a great leader who's potentially the chair and they just need some help or some ability for that board facilitation. Now, to do that, you, there is absolutely the ability to bring in a board facilitator that facilitates or runs the meetings for the board. In doing this, it's very important to remember that the chair is not absolving their responsibility. The chair is still responsible for the board to be facilitated in a way that leads to that right discussion. They're still responsible. They're just delegating it to somebody else. So it's important to remember that. The other thing that's important in this process where you do get a board facilitator to run your meetings is the board facilitator is not a director. They have no opinion they're bringing to the table. It's not their role to bring an opinion. Their role is to facilitate the meeting. Now, obviously, they might have some skills that they're bringing, but their core role in facilitating that meeting is bringing out 
those views of the directors and moving the, the meeting forward to the decisions that are needed to be made for the organization. And bringing in an experienced facilitator will also allow you to lean in on their experience in terms of the structure of a meeting, how things should be presented, who potentially you invite to the meeting, and those type of things that they can provide guidance to the board and to the chair in terms of what they've seen and, and their experience and basically allow the board to grow as well in this respect. So that facilitator, it's like any area. If you bring in an expert at what they do, you're going to get a good result. And in terms of facilitating a board meeting, getting the most out of those individuals will be a good result for the organization. And there's other situations where a board facilitator can help as well. Sometimes you'll have a situation where a board has become fractured in that there's two distinct parties of the board and they're really struggling to come back together as a cohesive unit. Sometimes bringing that objective or independent third party in to facilitate the board meetings can help mend those relationships and bring the board back together. It could be that um, you have lost a number of, of, of members of the board and you're looking to rebuild and you don't necessarily have a chair in place now and that board facilitator can help the meetings move forward whilst you're rebuilding the board. It could even be that you lose your chair unexpectedly and you don't have a, um, I suppose, a nominated or an obvious successor. It can act in that interim, I suppose, in that interim position whilst you're finding that true chair to support often an interim chair that's put in place doesn't have the skills of running the meeting and they're not very sure in terms of that chair role and they're just you know, keeping the seat warm until they find that ultimate replacement. You don't want the board process to suffer just because you're recruiting a chair. So that board facilitator could just be an interim measure you put in for a couple of months just to help move things forward. And the other area can, it can also help is where you're just looking to reinvigorate the board meeting process. Like you might feel it's a bit stale or is it really running efficiently? Well, you can bring in a board facilitator for you know three or six months or a few meetings just to run it, to you know point out the stuff that you could be doing better, to get that flow on, um, and really start you know, reinvigorate that process. Uh, similarly, the, a brand spanking new board where you've just set up an organization, everyone's new, quite often in the not-for-profit space, people have joined the board who have no board experience. Bringing in that board facilitator can help lift their understanding of what a board does and the processes and really bring them on that journey quicker so they're adding value to the organization that they've established. So a board facilitator is something that has a lot of a ability to add value to especially a not-for-profit and but that board process it's not something that's particularly seen that much in australia but definitely over in us and the uk it's used a fair bit and it really is a type of innovation and i think why it suits the not-for-profit space particularly is the not-for-profit space is all about innovation we are always looking at new and better ways to improve problems that we've got that potentially others haven't looked at and I think board facilitation is an area that the not-for-profit sector in general should look at and really consider as in terms of a way to add value to an organization with a very minimal amount of cost. So I hope you enjoyed that video today. Thanks for your time. I appreciate you taking the time to watch these videos. We do have a number of other videos on our YouTube channel, so definitely check them out if you're after something in the not-for-profit space or governance space. Feel free to look at those. But otherwise, thank you again for watching. It's been Justin Hogg from RightSource. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. 
Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from Rightsource.